Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. Uh, this the team right now is not playing with the same personality uh, as our past teams the last four years, and um, we got to get a lot better. I think we play three games in the next 20 days, and uh, you know rotations, um, roles, all those things are are you know <laughs> there's going to be some changes. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. to go appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of arkansas john neighbors joe franklin broadcasting live from the hogs me market studios with you today and thank you as always for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon is a trigger tuesday here on out of bounds so we're going to talk about what's bothering us in the world of sports here in just a little bit chris marler who was uh, going to join us we had to push him back a little bit we'll see if we can catch up when they had some come up that's okay. We can hear from you. If you want to tell us what's bothering you in the world of sports, you can call or text in 501-661-1037. Get after us in the Gangster Museum of America and Hattery Live Fan Feedback. After me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors. And we also have a Razorback ticket giveaway, a pair of tickets to give away for the Arkansas Lipscomb game coming up in Simmons Bank Arena this Saturday. So be on the lookout for that and uh we did uh, we were talking about the christmas party I had a buddy of mine tw- uh, text me he's like you guys didn't get invited to the christmas party it was during your show it's like no we we got we got invited to yeah, the christmas party definitely. that's why we do those long breaks at the top of the hour so we can go to, <laughs> and have to the party so uh but uh got to go down there and it was uh it was a good time and really appreciate of course everything that uh signal media does for us and being here on 1037 the buzz and working for such a Great company and being alongside a, a great group of people and, you know, Christmas parties, yeah, kind of, you know, we didn't have a much time down there as others, but it's just great to be a part of it. Great to have uh, so many uh, cool things and cool events like that happen and really appreciate Signal Media being a part of it. Got a chance to see some faces that we don't always get a chance to see because we're not always in the building at the same time. So that's the great thing about us all getting together. We were able to see some people that we normally don't get a chance to see. Maybe we talk to them through email, or maybe we see them every now and then, but we were all together today. That's why I always uh, laugh about and think about it. I like, remember the time when we were in two separate buildings? <laughs> like half the, half the staff was in the building across the street, and uh, when COVID happened, we're all in the same building, So, which has also been really great, too. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's that time of year, but really appreciate all that they do here at Signal Media and, uh, and having us work here and being part of such a special group. Uh, let's see. We'll have uh, a few people uh, to text through, like Lewis. Okay, here we go. Southern Structural Solutions text on because I couldn't figure out the math. He said, "Hey, John, that's sixty-eight million dollars for ten years plus interest. At least that's what they said on ESPN yesterday for Shohei Otani. So that's what he'll get in the ten years following his ten-year contract. Yeah, six hundred eighty mil divided by ten, so sixty-eight every year. Not bad at all. And uh, also Dakota." Says, uh, no pack, no. Tough loss. Played dumb defense late. Key players were out with injury. Playoff hopes are still alive. We will recover. But I placed a wager on Malik Heath touchdown that paid 10-1 to 1 on Bet Saracen. So, good to hear that. Good to hear that. And uh, glad you're using the Bet Saracen app and making some money there. Again, I'm so tickled 
over being able to cash in the bet that I made with Bet Saracen on Malik, uh, uh, Jaden Daniels, not Malik Daniels, Jaden Daniels winning the Heisman at plus 475. That thing, that made me pretty happy. I was pretty, pretty uh, having a good weekend, at least from that regard. But yeah, that's what makes sports betting here in the state of Arkansas so great and what makes the Bet Saracen app so great, too. Let's go to O'Malley, who's in the Little Rock. What's up, O'Malley? What is happening? Y'all doing all right today? Doing good. Doing great, man. Hey, man, I'm going to be off here in just a few weeks. I'm a long-time listener and occasional uh, caller in, I guess. But, Freaky Joe, aren't you usually off the entire month of December? No, no, just for parts of it, and that's coming up soon. It'll be starting next week. Okay. Okay, I'm going to be off a few weeks, and I was like, what is Freaky Joe still doing on the air? Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, enjoy it, man. Can I give a shout-out to uh, a place in North Little Rock I work? Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. All right. It's Shorter uh, shorter College, the Adult Education Department. You need your GED or anything, come on out, man. We got a great crew up there, and we'd love to have you. That's awesome. You can uh, get some people in there and get them, get them going in the right direction with you know, higher education. So, yeah, that's great. That's right, man. And we'll, we'll be out the 14th, but come on back uh, in January 4th, and we'll be rolling again. Good deal. We appreciate it, O'Malley. All right. Y'all have a good one. All right. You as well. Appreciate it, O'Malley. Uh, let's go to Sterling, who's in Center Ridge. What's up, Sterling? Oh, nothing much. This is a trigger Tuesday. I got a couple that triggered me this weekend. <laughs> uh, first, Musselman. And I know this is not a popular opinion, but uh, his, his own court decorum is, is very much less to be desired. I mean, every time, it seems like every time we lose in the getting our tail kicked, we got to hold them back from the rail. And the, I didn't see anything in that game that would make you act like that. I didn't see anything. Nothing close. I saw our team not performing up to, to the standard that we uh, thought they would after we seen them play Purdue and, and Duke and other times. So I didn't see nothing toward the officials. And I'm not there, and I don't know what was to say to either one or to each other, but that, that, was, that, was, that was pretty pathetic. He does this. He does this often. This is not once in a wild thing. He does this all the time. I mean, I know he's a passionate guy, and I know nobody won't tell him nothing because we've been to two and lead the ace in a Sweet Sixteen. And but I, I, I don't know. Uh, I, to me, it's kind of ridiculous. But that's just to me. That's just one man opinion. So don't need to call WB and say you ain't gonna shop there no more. Uh, and on the home, but she apologized when he took hands with uh, Allen. But the man's clearly offside. Clearly. And I know he did it four or five other times in the game. They didn't call it. So what's wrong with just getting onside? I mean, why do you have to be warned when you know the rules? I mean, that those two inches going to really help you, Tony? I, I'm, if they didn't need him so bad, he, he would be cut. I mean, they must be desperate. I mean, they all—they dropping ball. He drops balls. He's constantly making mistakes, and I just thought it was misplaced anger on Reed and Mahomes. <laughs> I, I just don't understand how you can get. And I gave him the benefit of doubt. Maybe they didn't see the replay yet and see how far he was offside. And I know some people say well, Von Miller was offside. The point is, look at where the ball is and get behind it. And again, it's the reaction toward it and I mean that's plumb plum ridiculous when, when the right call was made but I'm going to do this on Trigger Tuesday I have a good, feel good call tomorrow so <laughs> guys have a great day appreciate it have a good one Sterling yeah have a good one man I think uh, you know that's at least my stance too I kind of agree with Sterling as far as the Kendarius Tony deal is you know, it's it, I get that you know, frustrations boil over and, you know, you have time to let it sink in and you rethink and reflect and you're like, ah, I shouldn't have done that. But it's kind of thing. It's like, hey, just if you, you're on sides, that never happens. It's never a problem. If you just line up the way you're supposed to line up, it's all good. But that's what the problem was. It could have been one of the greatest plays of the college football or the NFL season. But uh, because of in my office, because I saw people, again, some Chiefs fans at least, uh, were posting like, oh, he's done, he did that five other times during the game where he lined up that way. I was like, 
Yeah, it doesn't make it right. No, no, that's <laughs> that's bad on him. He he should know how to line up. Yeah, that's that's my whole stance on it too. All right, so it is a trigger Tuesday. Some things are bothering us, so let's go ahead and get into what is bothering I'm us. I'm angry. I'm, I'm spitting angry. I'm like a tornado of anger swirling about. My heart rate is dangerously high right now. Triggered Tuesday, where you let everyone know what's offended you in the world of sports on Out of Bounds. All right, it is time for Trigger Tuesday, and uh, I'll go ahead and kick it off with the fact that the transfer portal, even though it's, I won't say it's old, but it's still relatively new and people getting used to it and everything, but... It, it's a matter of how people are looking at it in their perspective. It, it's it's going to be here to stay. It's the way it is. But this goes for all fan bases. I'm not just talking about Arkansas or anybody. But for crying out loud, folks, the transfer portal, you can't hate it when players leave, but love it when players come in. Like, you just can't do it that way. You can't be excited whenever your team gets a big-time transfer that's going to be a difference maker on your squad. But then get fired up and upset and say, I hate this portal, I hate this thing, I hate that and the other, because you had a player leave. You can't have it both ways. you got to be able to mix the good with the bad. And as much as you may be frustrated by guys leaving that maybe you wanted to stay or thought that was going to stay, if they don't, then move on. You're going to have to move on. That's just the way it is. But who knows? Maybe in some cases, if one player moves on, you get someone better. Or maybe someone just as good. Or maybe someone that's a better fit. So let it all play out before you become irate. Before you become crazy against the coaches and saying they're doing a terrible job in the portal. The the amount of players that are in the portal. The amount of players that are still jumping into the portal that haven't even yet. And the guys that are all moving around. It's going to be fine when it all settles down. So just wait until that point. I know it's tough, but just wait until that point. Then you can start to say, all right, did we win or lose in the portal? Did we get good players or bad players? Did we do a good job? Just wait till then. But there's still such a long process in this. There's no reason to get fired up every single time one player leaves when you get so excited when a player comes in. So just relax. But that's what triggers me today is just the fact that uh, people can't make up their minds on that or at least uh, have it to where they love it and hate it one day just depending on what happens. What triggers me is some of the hate that some of these quarterbacks get, but specifically Justin Fields, because it's always a question of is Justin Fields good enough for what the Bears are doing, and the Bears are going to have a high draft position, probably the number one overall pick because they have the Panthers pick. So there's that big debate of do they move forward with Justin Fields and bring some pieces in around them, or do they draft a quarterback number one overall and try to move Justin Fields? Now, it could benefit them either way, where they moved him, they could get draft picks for him. If they move out of the first overall pick, they could move back, still get some of the players that they want, and pick up additional picks. So they're in a great situation, but he's getting a lot of hate, and um, he's actually having not like a good season, great season or anything, but he's having a, a decent season. Missed a couple of games. He has 13 touchdowns, 6 interceptions, but... He brings a lot more to the table as far as what he can give you in the running game. You don't want him running all the time because now he is at risk of injury, but he's a better passer than anybody wants to give him credit for. And now that they have some weapons, especially uh, DJ Moore, you can really see that they made a connection and the tight end Cole Komet. So we saw it with the guy when he was surrounded by talent in college. Now the Bears are starting to build some things and have some talent around them. He's able to play better, and he's in a better position. But it just goes to show that you can have all the talent there is. As a quarterback, you still need help around you. Look at Patrick Mahomes and the receivers that are there, receivers that are dropping passes or not making plays at times. It looks a little bit different this year than it has in years past. Yeah, and I'll say another thing that will trigger me is from last night's game. (laughs) <laughs> which we talked about with the Dolphins, which I didn't have any problem with the Dolphins losing because I don't really care for the Dolphins as a division rival. But I don't care who you are. I don't care what the sport is, but especially when it comes to the highest level of football, you cannot get bigger than what the NFL is when it comes to talent, when it comes to professionals, when it comes to everything. If you're up by two touchdowns with less than three minutes to go, you win. You, you should win, plain and simple. And I don't know 
I, I made the joke. I didn't come to call it a joke, but I made the joke on social media. I was like, somebody needs to be fired after something like that. And people took it a little bit too literally. I'm just telling you, it's like, I would be irate. I, it's inexcusable. It's unacceptable. should never happen in any game. You know, college football, they're still college kids. Like, mistakes are going to happen. Same thing in high school and everything. But we're talking about pros. We're talking about dudes, grown men, getting paid lots of money. And especially for a team like the Dolphins, who are a good team and their record shows it, you got to give credit to the Titans for coming back. But again, you just cannot, under any circumstance, ever be up 14 points with under three minutes to go and lose in regulation. Just can't do it. That's probably why there were 762 straight games where the team lost in that position because it just doesn't happen. But still, that was another thing that was uh, pretty frustrating. Just as a football fan in general, just also I guess I was more frustrated I didn't get to watch it because I was I was like, oh, the game's over. It ain't over until it's over, I guess. <laughs> Got it. And now I'm going to start paying attention even more so now under three minutes if a team's uh, up by 14 points. But uh, yeah, that's uh, Trigger Tuesday here on Out of Bounds. And we had uh, on our uh, Gangster Museum of America and Hattery live and feedback, NASCAR guy says, every time I see an article or post to LeBron's son, this is what triggers him, it's always accompanied with the word star. What exactly has he done to be called a star? If your name is being James, if that's all it takes to be considered a star, then I'm heading to the courthouse today. So I guess he's uh, hmm. saying the way <laughs> that he's referred to as a star player, even though he just now has debuted in college. But he was a star player in high school, right? Yes. Like he was yeah, highly regarded. Absolutely was. So there, there's where the star comes from is uh, he was good in high school, similar to what we see a lot of uh, highly regarded players coming out of high school being considered stars right now. Because uh, I also saw a draft board, speaking of which, uh, a mock draft that had Ron Holland as the number one overall player being taken in the NBA draft. Yeah, that's why he made that move to the G League. Yeah. Take advantage of that opportunity. And we've seen players over the past couple of years that have gone to G League and been high draft picks. Mm. I mean, that'd be great for him, but also that uh, woulda, coulda, shoulda thing. Uh, let's go back to the phone lines. Jason's in Conway. What's up, Jason? Hey, I got I got two things to trigger me. First, yeah. Sterling was, did not like the animation of, uh, of Coach, Coach Mutt. Um, and I remember Sterling talking about the previous coach wasn't animated enough. So, come on, sorry, figure it out. Which, talk, stop talking on both sides of your mouth. Um, and then the other thing is the transfer portal. You know, baby Huey, you're gone. I mean, go back to Mississippi. You know, I don't care what records you see. I mean, I'm a Sterner fan, so, therefore, the new guy at Boise State, I can't wait for him to get here. Um, you know, and obviously he had a conversation with Petrino. Um, and uh, we're, we're going to do things a little differently. So that, that those are things that trigger me. Um, you know, he, he's, he has hesitated on making a decision. He has not talked about everything. Uh, we didn't sign a guy who, who ran over 1,000 yards and scored 19 touchdowns because uh, Baby Huey didn't, you know, decide he didn't want to leave or go. He's going somewhere. He ain't going to Arkansas. I hope that makes sense. Thanks, thanks, thanks guys. Appreciate it. All right, appreciate you. Uh, yeah, well, I guess uh, everybody's got their own trigger there, too. And tell us how you really feel, my man. Uh, but that's all right. We got Ryan, who's also in Hot Springs. What's up, Ryan? Hey, buddy. I, I was going to tell you all, that, uh, that call after I got off the phone with you all made me feel a lot better. Because I, I had not heard that uh, Green was uh, had some time at, uh, at uh, backups. So that, that explained those numbers a little better and uh, made me feel better about those numbers. But, uh you know, I, I agreed with your uh, triggered uh, about the fan base and stuff, and the uh, and the, the transfer portal, well, with the exception of the point of tampering. I feel like I feel like they've got a right to feel upset about that, um, and I, that's just kind. I'll just leave it at that. Um, but up to that point, I feel like I feel like you're absolutely correct. Um, you know, I kind of feel bad for Mahomes. You know, he has spent all year having to defend his, his receivers who had let him down that game in and game out, even in wins. And uh, I, I do feel like he kind of – he just kind of had – like y'all said, kind of had a, break, a breaking point. And I, uh, I think uh, his frustration definitely uh, got the better of him. And I, I kind of feel for him on that one. But uh, that's my thoughts. I hope you all have a great day and go Hogs. I appreciate it, Ryan. Thanks for calling in. You know, another thing about the, the Patrick Mahomes deal – and you can say this about anybody, but if you watch any sport, and especially professional sports, college sports, whatever, coaches and players alike, there's always going to be times that may be shocking where a certain person, player, whatever, hits an emotion and kind of loses their mind a little bit, and you're like, 
oh, that's terrible, that's, that's not good, and, and everything. And this is why it's like I don't, it doesn't really bother me necessarily as much about Mahomes and uh, the way he acted, other than the fact that it was, you know, it wasn't subjective. It was just obvious that he was uh, offsides, and he lined up offsides, and that's the way it should have been. But I also feel like there's times where, as Ryan mentioned, you have breaking points. You know, we, we've seen coaches in the NBA lose their minds, get ejected, get tossed, you know, start saying a bunch of stuff. We see uh, players in college uh, do it the same way. Same thing with college coaches. Like, it's an emotional game. And, you know, if you're not playing with emotion, it's going to be hard to be the highest level of success. And with that emotion, though, it's going to come times where, you know, you're just not, not having, you're going to lose it a little bit. It happens to all of us in every walk of life, but especially in a highly competitive game. So it's not like Holmes does it all the time. It's not like he's you know pulling this type of stuff each and every game. It's like every, everybody's going to have their days. Everybody's got bad days where you lose your mind. Well, the people that didn't like him, this gave them the opportunity to point to it and say, look, this is why I don't care for this guy and look how he's acting. And then he did turn some people that have been in his corner all along to say, ah, we didn't really know that – he had that in him, but we see who he truly is. And it, it may, be, may not be who he's represented at all times, but by the way he acted, some people were turned to the fact that they think that's who he truly is. I, I don't see it that way. I mean, again, it, people are going to look at it however they want, but still it's just, it's just funny to me how uh, you know, one, one time and one bad moment can really give a lot of people's ideas on things. But either way. Uh, we got more to talk about. So we didn't have Chris Marler before, but uh, he's able to come on with us next. So we'll talk a little college football, but NFL, and have some comedy in it, too, because he's always fun to talk with. But we'll have uh, Chris Marler on with us. Also, uh, take a break. We'll have your Razor Hog update later this hour. For those of you wondering about the Razorback basketball ticket giveaway, don't worry. We'll be doing that in the 3 o'clock hour. So I'll give you a little heads up, a little tease, and it's going to be a trivia deal. So hopefully it should be a lot of fun. But either way, we're going to take a break. Come back with more Out of Bounds on Trigger Tuesday. Stay with us. Oakwan Racing Casino Resort presents Oakwan Race Day with Justin Acri and David Wanginati every Saturday morning at 11. Oakwan Race Day is your inside track to America's hottest thoroughbred action and Arkansas' source for racing news and analysis. Oakwan Race Day presented by Oakwan, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Arkansas football landed a huge commitment from the transfer portal yesterday in Boise State quarterback Taylor Green. Green chose Arkansas but was considering LSU, Miami, Baylor, Michigan State, and others. In two seasons, he put up 25 passing touchdowns and 19 rushing touchdowns. Green will have two years of eligibility remaining. And last night in the NFL, there were a pair of upsets. The Giants beat the Packers 24-22 on a walk-off field goal, and then the Titans beat the Dolphins 28-27. The Titans had trailed down 14 with under three minutes to go. Teams in that situation were 0-767 since 2016. The Titans rallied and took the lead with a Derrick Henry touchdown with a minute 49 left in the game. The next NFL game will be on Thursday Night Football when the Chargers take on the Raiders. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center in Benton proudly offers compassionate and loving care to our veterans, meeting the unique needs of every veteran who calls Heartland home. Visit heartlandrehabcenter.com. Oh, baby! Arkansas, the wait is over. Brewski's North is officially open in Lakewood Village. Doors open at 11 a.m. with all your favorite pub grub and happy hour drink specials. Come get your grub on with the all-new Smash Burger lineup. The best wings in the city with 11 different sauces. Or try the new additions to the menu like the spicy Asian chicken salad. Live music starts your weekend on Thursdays with karaoke Friday and Saturday. Brewski's North now open in Lakewood Village. Brewski's, your home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. 
the needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Roger Scott, I'm going to talk to you about Sigma Supply packaging products and how they think outside the box. Sigma Supply, the problem solvers. Now, they've been helping business owners for years with their waste audit analysis program. They're going to come in, they're going to analyze your packaging and shipping, and see if automation is what you need to cut costs. Call or text sales manager David Breitenberg with Sigma Supply, and you can schedule your waste audit analysis. Here's the number, 501-617-4600. Sigma Supply packaging products. If you're not using Sigma Supply, you got low-grade product, man. There's nothing that delivers a quality cut and an exceptional ride like Kubota mowers. Now's the time to bring home a brand new Kubota Zero Turn that delivers precision cuts every single time. Keep your lawn looking its best with Kubota equipment from River Valley Tractor. Visit any one of our five great locations around Central Arkansas today. River Valley Tractor, your leading Kubota dealers. Southern Four Coating presents the Zone Rewind. Tune in Fridays when Justin and Wes discuss their best moments, sound bites, and interviews of the week. Ready to transform your patio, porch, or pool deck? Call the pros at Southern Four Coating. Find them online at southernfourcoating.com. Get only the best customer service and the best selection of meats at Hogs Meat Market, where they have sliced boar's head deli meats and cheeses. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Out across the 20 to the 25 to the 30. Satania trying to get to midfield. He's across the 50. He's got a chance to go. Isaiah at the 20, the 10. Touchdown, Arkansas. A 53-yard punt, an 87-yard return, and there you have it. On 103.7 The Buzz. Bet Saracen is Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. Bet Saracen is as close as your cell phone. Just go to the App Store and download the Bet Saracen app or go to betsaracen.com. The Camellia Bowl, which features Arkansas State, Northern Illinois. Arkansas State is favored by one and a half, and the over under is 53 and a half. That game comes up on December 23rd, and there is a special for that game. There's a boost on it, and if you take both those together, the minus one and a half and the 53 and a half over, there's a 300, it's plus 300. So there's a boost for that game. Also, Chargers, Raiders, Thursday night football. Yeah, the Raiders are favored by three, and the over under is 34. Starting for the Chargers is Easton Stick, his former college team, North Dakota State, there in the FCS playoffs. So you can get those lines on Bet Saracen. MMA, boxing, whatever it is, whatever the sport, you're always able to get the best lines on Bet Saracen. NBA, college basketball, they're all going on right now. For the most accurate and up-to-date sports wagering info, you need to be on the Bet Saracen app. It's simple. Just go to the App Store and download the Bet Saracen app. Or go to BetSaracen.com. Be sure to check out the video of How to Play featuring Jancy Sheets. It is a Trigger Tuesday here on Out of Bounds. And... We'll have a Razor Hog update for you next and uh, some other uh, fun stuff to talk about. But speaking of fun and speaking of stuff and speaking of talking, uh, we got a special guest who we had to push back a little bit, but that's okay because he's worth it. And he is Chris Marler joining us on the phone lines. He is the host of the Saturday Football Uncensored podcast in front of the show. And Chris, as always, appreciate you joining us, man. How are you doing this afternoon? Yeah, man, I'm good. I'm, good. I'm a little under the weather, but I think, uh, you know, I think it's probably just me being a little bit what I call seasonal depression because college football season just ended, um, which is always a sad time of year. Yeah, well, aren't you a Bama guy, though? Like, you should be pretty happy right now. <laughs> I am very happy for Alabama. I just, I, I love the sport in general, um, and I just, I, it, like, I, I love that Army-Navy game so much for a lot of reasons, but it also signifies, like, the end of the season, which always kind of bums me out. But, you know, we got bowl games coming up, which is always fun, and should be a, should be a fun December. Are there any bowl games that stand out to you leading up to the playoff? that you're interested in, or do you just kind of sit down and watch each one and enjoy it for what it is? Um, you know, I think there's just probably a couple. That, I think the Arizona and, and Oklahoma Alamo Bowl 
for whatever for whatever reason, the the Alamo Bowl and the Holiday Bowl they just don't miss. They just don't miss on those games every single year. They seem to hit uh, and are and are always a lot of fun. Um, so I, I'm looking forward to that. I think it's, it's two teams that have been really good at times of the season. And, and Oklahoma, you can I mean, you can make the case of Arizona. Uh, you know, as the team's nine and three, they got a two point loss against. Um, Point loss against USC when they were a top ten team. They got a, a, a double overtime loss in week two to Mississippi State. Uh, you could make the case they, they could easily be eleven one uh, this season. So I'm looking forward to that. Then you know, there's several SEC games as well that should be a lot of fun. You know, I'm curious of your opinion on it, Chris. We know that the playoff is going to be expanding to 12 teams. We don't need to go into that. That's been talked about enough as far as uh, if it was right or wrong or whatever. But I'm curious because they've always added bowl games randomly over the past however many years. It's so much so that sometimes even uh, teams that don't even have a winning record get in. But do you think with the playoff expansion happening, do you see ever an occasion to where they're going to continue to add bowl games? Like, Do you think that there'll still be more games getting added, whether it's for sponsors or for locations or anything? Or do you think that slows down because of the expansion? So they only add these bowl games because they seemingly make money. And every single year, I, and I love them. I, I get excited that we get to watch all 40 of them, for the most part. But every year, they, they add these games, and it's because they make money. And I have never understood where they're actually making the money from. Because like, it's not like the stadiums are packed out. It, 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 you know, it, like, it, it's very, very confusing. I, I mean, I, like I said, I think we all love to watch a lot of these in, in the holiday season. Um, there's nothing like that week after Christmas where time is not real and it could be Tuesday or it could be February. We don't know. And you sit there and you're like, oh, look, it's 2 o'clock and Minnesota is playing some directional school from, you know, Arizona. I'm going to put money on this or whatever. Um, I, I don't know how they would add more bowl games to it. I, I'll, I'll tell you what, like, you don't want to continue to dilute it, but they've been doing that ever, you know, since uh, the playoff began. It seems that it has not mattered at all. What do you think of the matchup of the Orange Bowl? A couple of teams in there, Georgia, Florida State, who had cases to be in the college football playoff this year, and they were both left out, but now they have a matchup against each other. Yeah, I tell you what, this, this game could be, like, could be so good. There's so many reasons. It just depends on, on who wants to show up, who's going to show up. I'm uh, really both sides, because I think that there's, you could look at this and say, like, you know, like these teams are going to have a chip on their shoulder, and especially Florida State, who deserves to feel like they deserve to have been in. Um, and and Georgia, I mean, you know, like I feel like like we just kind of assumed as soon as as soon as they lost the game, like, oh yeah, well they're out. And you kind of take a step back and you're like, hold on, this team won 29 straight games and two back-to-back national championships, and they lost by three to a playoff team on a neutral site, and now they're out. Uh, I, I think it could be a lot of fun. I, I, I wish that both teams were fully healthy. Probably wish they would just like postpone it for like February and make both teams play fully healthy just for the fans. But um, you know, I, I do think that Georgia is a team that does seem to bounce back well, and and I think that you can you can motivate all you want for Mike Norvell and then say you should have been in the playoff. Um, I don't think this game will dictate whether they should have been in or whether they should not have been in. But I, I just can't see it going super well for, for Florida State. Speaking with Chris Marler here on Out of Bounds of the Saturday Football Uncensored podcast on Out of Bounds. So, uh, Chris, another thing that uh, we were kind of talking about from last night's game in the NFL with the Dolphins and, of course, the Titans. I haven't seen anything like it because it really hasn't happened. The fact that they had a team that had a two-touchdown lead uh, with under three minutes to go and they lost in regulation. Uh, what, what would you say as a college football aficionado of yourself or just a sports fan in general What's the worst type of way to lose a football game? Like, it, it, you could just take your pick. What do you think is the most demoralizing as a fan to lose a football game? What's the worst? Okay, so I'm, I'm embarrassed to say this, but I I have no idea what you're talking about. I, I was sick yesterday, and I went to bed very early. Oh. Um, I missed all of this. What, what, what happened, first <laughs> off? Well, you had, uh, basically, long story short, the Tennessee Titans were... Hadn't played well. Lil Levis was quarterback. The Dolphins were up 27-13 to with under three minutes to go. Titans were able to score a touchdown, get it, go for two, and get it. Uh, suddenly, they're only down by six, and then they have all three timeouts. They're able to get the ball back, have four-play drive down oh the field, and score another touchdown, kick the extra point, and win 28-27. to so uh, just that's awful. Yeah, so it's a pretty bad way. So that's what we were saying. Like, what's the worst way to lose a game if that's if you, if that's I, not it? I can give you two examples, and I'm just 
trying to think, just randomly out of my back pocket without even thinking about it. One would be just say, I don't know, you're you're tied with your rival and you're undefeated and have won three of the last four national championships with a chance to go to a, a win a fourth in five years, and um, you run out of bounds and they put an extra second back on the clock and you decide to attempt a 57-yard field goal uh, with a kicker that's been erratic all year. And then you miss that field goal, and for whatever reason, they uh, the other team decides to put a backup defensive back uh, right over the goalpost, and he runs it back 109 yards and it ruins your entire season. And mm. life, to be honest, that one creates up. The other way I would say is, I'll, and I'll be very specific with this one: if it's fourth and 31, if it's fourth and 31, and you decide, you know what, all 11 of you guys on defense, I want all of you to, to have some sort of um, what's the word I'm looking for? Purpose. Most of you have some kind of purpose on this play, except for you, number nine. I want you to just sit in the middle and spy the quarterback for no reason on 14 31 and just kind of wave back and forth in front of them without really doing much. I think that would be the worst way to lose. Who's the best team in college football? And if it's Bama, make the case for them, but then take Bama out of the equation and make the case for another team. So I don't think it's Bama necessarily because they have so many flaws. They just seem to overcome those flaws each and every week. It's been a lot of fun to watch the, the development of the team. I think at the beginning of the year, you heard a lot of people say that Saban was probably done because he couldn't keep up with the NIL stuff or you know, whatever reasons they wanted to make up in their heads. They're just tired of watching Bama win, which is understandably so. Like, I hate the Yankees. I get it. Um, but I think that one thing that's been very interesting to watch this year is that they have – that he's had to finally start coaching again, which sounds kind of dumb, but like he's had to start coaching, coaching these kids again and since that's happened, um, I think it's kind of rejuvenated them a little bit. So I don't know if they're the best team. Uh, you could throw out Michigan because of a stats and numbers standpoint. They, they've been really good. They've kind of played anybody for the last two weeks of the year. So I don't know how good they could be. Um, I will say this. Washington, we have chosen for whatever reason, as a, as a country, as a committee, all of the above, we have chosen to just sleep on Washington all year long. And I don't really know why because they've been – so consistently good. They played more teams that are ranked at the time of uh, playing them than any other team in the in the top four of the playoffs um, throughout the season. And all they did was win the entire time. They just didn't win by the style points that we wanted to see. So I think you can make the case that, that they are. Um, but also, here's the other thing, too. People have, have uh, seemingly forgotten about Texas as just a, kind of like an add-in to where, like, oh, yeah, well, they, you know, they're kind of like linked to Bama for so many reasons about getting in the playoffs. He, like, anytime you talk about Texas and talk about like season, you want to talk about offense and how great they are on offense. That defense for Texas is legit. That defense for Texas is legit. So I think that they are also a really good football team. I wouldn't be surprised if any four of those teams won. I know I didn't answer your question literally at all. <laughs> um, but it, it, I'll, I'll answer this. How about this? Anybody but Michigan. Anybody but Michigan. Okay, that's fair. Uh, that's fair because. I was even thinking about how many teams have beaten Texas or beaten Alabama twice in a year. Has that happened under Nick Saban? I'm going to beat him once in a year. That's true. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. Beating him, uh, beating him once is tough enough. How about twice? I mean, Louisiana Monroe probably would have done it in 2007. Hmm. If they had a revenge game, I think Louisiana Monroe was a really good team that year. They probably would have jumped on him again. But, um, no, it has not happened yet. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. That's my whole thing about Texas and Alabama. So maybe Texas' best bet is to face off against uh, Michigan, if that's the case. But either way, it's going to be a great playoff, and it's going to be a great time, a great bowl season. And Chris, as always, man, we appreciate you joining us. Enjoy the bowl season, man. We'll catch up with you later down the road. All right, sounds good, guys. Appreciate it. All right, appreciate it. Again, that's Chris Marler of the Football Saturday Podcast Uncensored here on Out of Bounds. We will take a break. We'll come back with your Razor Aug update presented by True Service. So stay with us. We'll also get to you, Brent, if you're still on. We'll get to you on the other side of the break. So we got more Out of Bounds on Trigger Tuesday coming up. Once again this year, The Buzz is proud to bring you college football talk with Mark May every Thursday morning on Morning Mayhem. Brought to you by Edwards Food Giant, The Meat People, and by Dugan's Pub, located in the River Market. Mark will break down the week's biggest games and discuss who will win and why they'll win. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. Christmas reminds us that in a night without light came the light. In a world without hope, hope was born. In the midst of despair... 
there was the singing of angels. They had but a star, but we have sunlight. The hopes and fears of all the years were pinned, whether the shepherds realized it or not, upon a little baby and a young mother's arms. That is where hope still lies. Wise men brought him gifts, but their gold, frankincense, and myrrh have long since turned to dust. It was the best they had, and they set precedent for our giving gifts, but they only gave gifts that perish. We have an opportunity to give a living sacrifice. If giving is the test of loving, then let us give the consecration of our lives. He himself has said, Greater love hath no man than this, that a man would lay down his life for his friends. It is the heart that is given with the gift that really makes the gift worth receiving. From your friends at Doublebees, Merry Christmas. The season of giving is here. Luckily, Santa has a new tool this year. From John Deere Apparel, toys, tools, and more. GoGreenway.com has something green for everyone under the tree. No sled needed. Our elves will ship these gifts directly to your door. Cross off your Christmas list today at GoGreenway.com. Greenway Equipment wishes you and your family a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. The open road is calling, and no matter if it's the beach, mountains, or deep in the forest, All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros will have you ready to take on the unexpected. Need the perfect shotgun rider for your trip? Michelin's road-hugging tires have been the go-to brand for generations of adventure seekers and are sure to keep you on the road to greatness. Your next road trip is waiting. Visit in stores or online at allabouttireandbrake.com. Tire Pros, love the drive. The holiday countdown is on. Don't miss 50% off everything at your nearest Banana Republic factory store. Hurry to save on must-have gifts, winter essentials, and more. Now through December 19th. Jim Gaffigan here with some more straight talk. Let's take a moment to appreciate our sweet children, loving grandparents, and eternal soulmates. Now let's use them to save money on wireless. Because with the Straight Talk Silver Plan, you get four lines for just $25 a month with unlimited data and no contracts. So add those human pawns, I mean loved ones, and save money. Thanks, kids. You're finally worth it. Straight Talk Wireless, available at Walmart. Get four lines on Silver Unlimited for $25 per line per month, plus taxes and fees. For data management practices and additional terms, visit straighttalk.com. The holiday countdown is on. Don't miss 50% off everything at your nearest Banana Republic factory store. Hurry to save on must-have gifts, winter essentials, and more. Now through December 19th. Double B's presents Joseph Pinion when he joins Randy and Rick each week on Drive Time Sports. Double B's is an Arkansas company with over 34 locations and growing strong across Arkansas. Double B's, where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. Check out Hogs Meat Market's monthly specials and meat packages at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Trips left. That's into the open side of the field. Got a new running back in the game. They throw it short and it's intercepted. Inside the 25. That's going to be a touchdown. Arkansas picks it off. That is Antonio Greer. Transfer from South Florida. First action of the season into the end zone. Hogs are on the board. On 1037 The Buzz. It is out of bounds here on Trigger Tuesday, but one thing that will never trigger us, of course, is Max Prairie Wings down in Stuttgart. Because they have a question for everyone. How many guns does a man need? Well, the answer is always just one more. And right now, Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart is the place to go for just that one more gun. They're featuring up to $200 off select in-stock Browning shotguns and rifles, as well as a $75 rebate on Beretta A300 Ultima and $150 rebate on the Beretta A400 as well. Also, the Weatherby, 18i, Waterfowl, 12-gauge, Supermag, 3.5, and Mossy Oak Bottomland. Fine, fine firearm. is on sale at Max Prairie Wings for just $849.99. So if you're in the market for a handgun, they have those too. They have a huge selection of all calibers. Like right now, the Stoger STR9, 9mm automatic, just $249.99 after rebate. So you got to check them out today with their entire gun selection and huge ammo sale that's going on right now. Plus everything else that you need for all of your greatest hunting experiences. You can check them out at their store in Stuttgart or online at maxpw.com. That's M-A-C-K-S-P-W.com. Max Prairie Wings, the hunt begins here. Well, let me check it out 
Before we get to your Razor Hog update presented by True Service, let's uh, squeeze Brent and Stuttgart in, who's been patiently holding. What's up, Brent? What's up, John? What's up, Joe? Hey, Brent. What's going on, man? I'm going to I'm going to tell you what's triggering me today. Okay. And I'm all upset over. I am I am tired of these uh, players that leave the University of Arkansas putting out on Twitter, always a Razorback. No, you're not. You're gone. You're done. You're out of here. So I forgot about you, Rocket Sanders, Chris Paul, and whomever else decides they need to move on. Let's keep it moving. Keep it grooving. Because we, we didn't, we do, I don't need any uh, platitude from those guys that said, Arkansas is not good enough for me anymore. I don't need it. Well, well, Brent, what about guys that may have been asked to leave from Arkansas and they say they're always a hog? Is that, do you see that differently? Well, of course. I mean, if you're, if you're not, if you weren't playing here, if you weren't good enough to get on the field here, you deserve an opportunity to go somewhere where you can play. And I, I totally understand that. But Chris Paul, Rocket Sanders, come on, man, <laughs> come on, Chris Paul, you insulted us by going to Ole Miss. That the only thing they're known for is a piece of grass. You've insu- you've insulted our Razorback intelligence. Uh, there you have it. All right, Brent. Well, we appreciate you calling in, man. Hey, have y'all heard anything about has has Crutchfield decided what he's going to do? Uh, nothing official. No, no nothing official. Okay. But we uh, we All have right. the we have the Twitter's machines fired up. So as soon as we ever hear anything, we'll be sure to relay the message. How about KJ? Same thing. I have not heard anything official just yet. But again, if something happens, uh, we will make sure you, it happens and get uh, get stated. Hey John, I'm I'm beginning to to not trust you on your sources. You told me by this weekend, maybe. Yeah, well, that's uh, what my sources said too. But as we all know, it's always a fluid situation when it comes to uh, twenty twenty two year old kids and whatnot. So, but hey, know, listen, yeah. we'll have a decision regardless here soon. Surely it'll be, and uh, I because I'd like to know uh, quicker than anybody. But you know, it, it'll happen here soon. But we should have an announcement at some point in time. Hopefully this week. Hopefully. All right. Thank you. You all have a great day. All right. Appreciate, See you, Brent. appreciate it, Brent. Thanks for calling in. And uh, also, let's squeeze uh, Rebecca and Hot Springs in. What's up, Rebecca? Good afternoon, guys. First off, I agree with Sterling. I-, I said that yesterday. Patrick looked like a fool. If he came out and apologized, I missed that. But he did look like a fool, acting like he did. He should have been, if, if he's going to take his anger out on anybody, he needs to take it out on Kadarius Tony, his teammate, because... How long has the guy been playing football? He doesn't know where the line of scrimmage is by now. Anyway, that being said, Sterling, we keep bringing up Vaughn Miller because on the very next day, Vaughn Miller and some of his teammates were in the neutral zone and weren't flagged for it. So if the officials want to say we're concerned about offsides, make the call consistent. Don't just do it for one team and ignore the other team. And Joe, I know you keep in touch with 49er John, would you do me a huge favor and give him my condolences? <laughs> I know he, I heard yesterday he had lost his mother. Oh, so no. tell him I'm very sorry. I went through that three years ago and that's, that's just a hard thing to get through. So tell him I'm keeping him in my thoughts and prayers. You all have a great day. Okay. Goodbye. Yeah. Really appreciate that, Rebecca. I had no idea and definitely will pass that along to him. Absolutely. All right, so we just got a few minutes here. Let's go ahead and jump into your Razor Hog update presented by True Service. Guys, I've got just one thing I want to say to you. Touchdown, Arkansas! Arkansas wins the national championship! The Arkansas Razorbacks have completed the dream season! On by 90! This is your Razor Hog update on Out of Bounds, presented by True Service Community Federal Credit Union, where they offer new mortgage loans, refinancing, auto loans, and small business loans. Online at trueservice.net. All right, so for your Razor Hog updates, it's pretty much just uh, transfer portal news, or at least some potential news, as it was made official yesterday that Razorback offensive lineman Andrew Chambly, as well as Tykeus Crawford, 
Both said on social media that they would be returning to the Razorbacks. And I know that they're still going into the portal to try to find some players uh, and the offensive line because we all know that they could use as many as they can possibly get. But uh, at least you have those two guys that are going to be coming back, especially with Andrew Chambly being a local kid here at the state of Arkansas. And that has, as far as commitments or people leaving, that's the latest on it. However, there's still some guys that are going to be visiting and, and checking some things out. Like, for instance, you have a former five-star player and SEC transfer cornerback out of Georgia, which last time I checked, Georgia was pretty good. But his name's Nylon Green. He's visiting North Carolina, but he's also visiting Arkansas later this week. So he will be into the mix. Again, a former five-star. And also, something about the Georgia connection. I wonder who's doing all this. Because there's a former consensus four-star and SEC transfer linebacker. That's visiting the Razorbacks. Today, his name is Xavion Sori Jr. He's from Georgia. He's 6'3", 220 pounds. He made two starts for the Georgia Bulldogs this year. 19 tackles, one and a half sacks for loss. Or tackles for loss, one sack, and one pass deflection. He also saw a lot of action at linebacker. So, uh, he's considering Alabama, Clemson, and A&M, and Tennessee. So, you know, pretty good offer, a little list there in the transfer. I, I don't know how everybody else feels about it, but as a Razorback fan, I say, you know what? Give me all the Georgia backups. I am fine with that. They got too much talent over there. We need, we need some of those guys. Uh, worked out uh, in other cases, but uh, they're still having some visits for some, for some players. And, again, they've been really uh, hitting it hot and heavy in the cornerback position, but also getting offensive linemen and looking at linebackers because we know they got plucked pretty good there too. But we're going to have some more visits as uh, all the uh, players will be having the, not only their announcements on if they're transferring or staying or moving on to the NFL, whatever it may be. But, uh, again, we're going to try to keep you updated on all of that as time goes on. And I know that, like, with the transfer portal itself, I still want to get a password to that. or somehow I want to find out how you get into that. How, how do you see it? How do we do that? How do we get access? Is That's it- a- that's a bit out of the norm for Georgia also because yeah. over the past couple of seasons they really haven't lost many players and now they are starting to lose players. Wonder if it's because they didn't win this year. They don't have a chance to win. Maybe that's the case. You're right. Maybe it's uh, somewhere they're like, hey, uh, I'm not getting a championship ring even as a backup, so might as well just head into that portal early. Knock it out a little bit, which is fine by me. And again, I'll take all the Georgia backups. But that's your Razor Hog update presented by True Service. Coming up next, we're going to have Coach Matt Zimmerman. Coach Z will join us thanks to Telco Federal Credit Union. We'll have a conversation with him about Razorback basketball, what he thinks is the issues are, can it be fixed, and also the game happening in North Little Rock against Lipscomb, what that means to the Razorback program. We'll have that. We'll have your Razorback ticket giveaway. It's all coming up next in the third hour of Out of Bounds, so stay with us. Hey, I don't care what kind of tractor you drive or what color it is. I'm going to ask you to check out a new tractor that's made for landscapers, hobby farmers, and landowners. Fully loaded with features and backed by a strong warranty. Get the best incentives of the year right now by visiting tymoffers.com. Better yet, visit Triple C Sales in Conway. TYM. Durable and affordable. You can thank me later. And oh yeah, 